Evening prayer starts on page 21. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Together the general confession on page 23. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 103 begins on page 466. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thy sin, and healeth all thy infirmities. Who saveth thy life from destruction, and crowneth thee with mercy and loving kindness. Who satisfieth my mouth with good things, making thee young and lusty as an eagle. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all them that are oppressed with wrong. He show, showed his ways unto Moses, his works unto all the children of Israel. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering and of great goodness. He, he will not always be chiding, neither keepeth he his hang, anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickednesses. For look how high the heaven is in comparison of the earth, so great is his mercy also toward them that fear him. Look how wide also the east is from the west, so far hath he set our sins from us. Yea, like as a father pitieth his own children, even so is the Lord merciful unto them that fear him. For he knoweth whereof we are made, he remembereth that we are but dust. 
The days of man are but as grass, for he flourisheth as the flower of the field. For as soon as the wind goeth over it, it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord endureth for ever and ever upon them that fear him, and his righteousness upon children's children. Even upon such as keep his covenant, and think upon his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his seat in heaven, and his kingdom ruleth. O praise the Lord, ye angels of his, ye that excel in strength, ye that fulfill his commandment, and hearken unto the voice of his word. O praise the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye servants of his that do his pleasure. O speak good of the Lord, all ye works of his, in all places of his dominion. Praise thou the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be without end. Amen. Here begins the second chapter of the book of Habakkuk. I will stand my watch, and set myself on the rampart, and watch to see what he will say to me, and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live. Indeed, because he transgresses by wine, he is a proud man, and he does not stay at home, because he enlarges his desire as hell, and he is like death and cannot be satisfied. He gathers to himself all nations and keeps up for himself all peoples. Will not all these take up a proverb against him and a taunting riddle against him and say, Woe to him who increases what is not his, how long, and to him who loads himself with many pledges. Will not your creditors rise up suddenly? Will they not awaken who oppress you? And you will become their booty, because all the remnant of the people shall plunder you because of men's blood and the violence of the land and the city and of all who dwell in it. Woe to him who covets evil gain for his house, that he may set his nests on high, that he may be delivered from the power of disaster. You give shameful counsel to your house, cutting off many peoples and sin against your soul. For the stone will cry out from the wall, and the beam from the timbers will answer it. Woe to him who builds a town with bloodshed, who establishes a city by iniquity. Behold, is it not of the Lord of hosts that the peoples labor to feed the fire, and those in vain? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God, of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbor, pressing him to your bottle, even to make him drunk, that you may look on his nakedness. You are filled with shame instead of glory. You also drink and be exposed as uncircumcised. The cup of the Lord's right hand will be turned against you, and utter shame will be on your glory. For the violence done to Lebanon will cover you and the plunder of beasts which made them afraid because of men's blood and the violence of the land and the city and of all who dwell in it. What proper should carve it, the molded image, a teacher of lies, that the maker of its mold should trust in it to make mute idols. Woe to him who says to wood, awake, to silent stone, arise, it shall teach. Behold, it is overlaid with gold and silver, yet in it there is no breath at all. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Here ends the first lesson. Again, the soul is magnified. 
My spirit hath rejoiced in God. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seed, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembers mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eleventh chapter of the book of Romans. I say then, has God cast away his people? Certainly not. For I also am an Israelite, of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not cast away his people whom he foreknew what the scripture says of Elijah, how he pleads with God against Israel, saying, Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what does the divine response say to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Even so then, at this present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, then it is no longer of works, otherwise grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace, otherwise work is no longer work. What then? Israel has not obtained, have obtained it, and the rest were blinded. Just as it is written, God has given them a spirit of stupor, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear to this very day. And David says, let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and recompense to them. Let their eyes be darkened so they do not see and bow down their back always. I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? Certainly not. But through their fall, to provoke them to jealousy, salvation has come to the Gentiles. Now if their fall is riches for the world and their failure riches for the Gentiles, how much more their fullness? For I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry. And if by many, any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and save some of them. For if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? For the, if the first, first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, and with them became a partaker of the root and fatness of the olive tree, do not boast against the branches. But if you do boast, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. You will say then, branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. Well said. Because of unbelief, they were broken off, and you stand by faith. Do not be haughty, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he may not spare you either. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Nuke Demidus on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, 
who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who declarest thy almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity, mercifully grant us such a measure of thy grace, that we, running the way of thy commandments, may obtain thy gracious promises, and be made partakers of thy heavenly treasure, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Um, just to, as um, Aaliyah was reading so well there, and there was that verse at uh, Romans, and it just kind of made me chuckle. It's not part of the my meditation today, but it just said, God has given them a spirit of stupor. And I'm just thinking of how many of those kind of people we run into every day and how much easier our day would be if they, if they didn't have that. But, um, just kind of hit me as a little bit, uh, yeah, made me chuckle. How's that? So um, we're learning about, we learn a lot about God in our passages today. Um, first off, in Psalm 103, we learn he's, well, we learn in our, all our passages that God is faithful to his people, those who believe. And so in Psalm 103, we read, The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering suffering and of great goodness. And then a few verses later, Yea, like a father pitieth his own children, even so is the Lord merciful unto them that fear him. And it's important for us to remember that as, as we read Scripture, because sometimes... Uh, like the people in the stupor, we think of uh, other people as not being that smart and, and uh, gets us a little bit prideful. And Paul will have something to say about that in today's passage. So these words that we read in um, Habakkuk um, are the words that stirred Martha, Martin Luther's heart and set him on the way to the Reformation. And the words, of course, were, but the just shall live by faith. And, of course, Paul echoed those words. They're echoed again in, in Hebrews. And they all work together. There's, there's no um, conflict in them. So in response um, to Habakkuk's uh, second complaint, which we read yesterday, um, let's see, when we read, anyway, 
first chapter one in Habakkuk. I'm not sure which day we read it, but he was he was asking God, um, you know, what about these Chaldeans that you're sent to uh, you know, to judge us? They're they're not nice people, and uh, how can you use these ugly, uh, evil people um, to to judge your people? And um, Habakkuk said. Um, uh, famously, he said in, in the first verse of this chapter, he said, um, and I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. So um, because of his question, I think he's expecting to be corrected. So um, in, in response, the Lord said, don't worry about the Chaldeans. Um, I'm going to judge them for uh, their wickedness. And, and in his reply, he included some instructions, and this is to be sure that he is going to do what he says he's going to do. So the first thing he tells Habakkuk, uh, the instructions to write it down as a reminder that it would surely occur. So it's that confident you could write it down. And then he pronounces five woes describing the Chaldeans' demise, and it's the reasons for their demise. And, of course, uh, it's um, idolatry and cheating and uh, taking advantage of people. They're just not nice people. Um, and two opposing characteristics we see contrasted, the proud trusts in himself. And so that's the Chaldeans, but it can also happen to anybody who that pride grows in. And then again, that's where he, he begins this famous statement, but in, a, in contrast, the just lives by faith. And so that's something for us always to remember. And in contrast to the proud, the just will be truly preserved through his faithfulness to God. So not only will he, the just, live by faith, but they will also reap God's promises of being preserved. And so the core of God's message in, in Habakkuk um, is both the uh, justification by faith, and we read, we can read Paul uses that and or says repeats that in Romans um, one seventeen and Galatians three eleven. And then we see this that aspect of that in the writer of Hebrews in 1038, and it reflects the essence. Um, the emphasis in, in both Habakkuk and the New Testament's references um, is that there, there's a continuity of faith. And this is really an important thought. Faith is not a one-time act, but a way of life. The true believer declared righteous by God will persevere in faith as a pattern of his life. And we use the word rule. We live by rule and uh, it's not a list of rules, but a rule is a, a template that you put down on something. So in a in a machine shop, they have a rule, and that's what the design is for what they're cutting. And so that's how we live. We live by the design of God. So as we move into Romans, we see Paul's answering a question. So he's talking about God's judgment and his is um, and and the of his people Israel, his judgment and his setting aside some of them for the rejection of Christ. And um, and so one part of the question is, can God be trusted to keep his unconditional promises? And so we find that um, Paul mentions in 11.5, here's a word that any of you who have studied Martin Thornton have heard is a remnant. And so the, although the nation had rejected Jesus, there were thousands of individual Jews who had come to faith. And uh, by grace and in the grace of God, they had come to faith. And so there, there, were, there are Jews that, that continue into the kingdom, of course, that's, that came to them first and then to us as Gentiles. Um, and it's only because of his grace that they do that. So Paul warns, he sternly warns, I guess you would say, the Gentiles against pride and arrogance because of the fact that Israel was rejected and they've been grafted in. And uh, doing so, if they do, if they get prideful over that, they become guilty of the same sin that Israel uh, 
that it led to Israel's rejection of, of the Lord of life. And so he, he mentions some branches were broken off and, and, uh, because of unbelief, they were broken off and you stand by faith, but don't be prideful, haughty, uh, but fear for if God did not spare the natural branches, he may not spare you, spare you either. And otherwise he can put us into this, but uh, he can take it out to us, out of us for, um, for lack of faith. So, um, because of unbelief and lack of faith, branches were broken off, and because, or actually because of unbelief, uh, branches were broken off, and because of faith, others were grafted in. So we have to remember, and I said it a little earlier, but I really want to make this point, faith is not a one-time act, but a way of life. And the true believer is declared righteous by God and will persevere in faith as a pattern of their life. And so like Habakkuk, we should have this attitude um, realizing that God is faithful to those who believe. And as we read in Psalm 103, the Lord is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering and of great goodness, and that he's like a father to us. I'd like to continue with the uh, intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I'd like to do the, thanks, the thanksgiving just below that on page 590. To our prayers, O Lord, we join our unfaith thanks for all thy mercies, for our being, our reason, and all other endowments and faculties of soul and body for our health, friends, food, and raiment, and all the other comforts and conveniences of life. Above all, we adore thy mercy in sending thy only Son into the world to redeem us from sin and eternal death, and in giving us the knowledge and sense of our duty towards thee. We bless thee for thy patience with us, notwithstanding our many and great provocations, for all the directions, assistances, and comforts of the Holy Spirit for thy continual care and watchful providence over us through the whole course of our lives, and particularly for the mercies and benefits of the past day, beseeching thee to continue these thy blessings to us, and to give us grace to show our thankfulness and sincere obedience to his laws, through whose merits and intercessions have received them all, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you to my co-leader, Aaliyah. It's good to have all of you here tonight. And um, 
hope this is a great start in, into the weekend for us. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Deacon Bob. Leah. Thank you. Thanks, Deacon Thank Bob. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> bye bye. Bye, Rosamond. Uh,